You're listening to Redemption Cast, Season 3, Episode 18, Double or Nothing. A Faustian deal, gun made several years before, comes back to haunt him when a demonic repo man arrives to collect his soul. I'm Stephanie. I'm Kimberly. I'm Illyrio. And I'm Ray. Hey! Ray! Ray! Welcome! Welcome, Ray. Ray. How's it going? Great. Oh, it's awesome. Okay. My first ever podcast, so I'm nervous. Yeah. A little bit. A little don't, bit. Be. don't be nervous. We're just don't five be. chums chatting it up. Yeah, you know, I've been sending in feedback for a long time. I thought... Mm. Take take the plunge and give it a shot. So, <laughs> when did when did you sign up? Four years ago? Yeah, it's, it's been a while now, but uh, it hasn't been that long since we released an episode on on the feed. Yeah, I'm glad, that, I'm glad that you had me on before. Uh, I thought maybe you guys had pod faded, so I'm glad that I was able no, to uh, get in there. It's 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 very simple, everyone. First of all, hi, I'm the guy who used to edit and release the episode. <laughs> I, I've just fired myself in the pre-show. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, uh... <laughs> but it's it's a matter of having so much free time and then going to no free time, and it's amazing the things that you used to be able to do that you took for granted. Uh, and so, yeah, I try to make time, but then I, I hit a wall and I have to sleep. So, yeah, I'm 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 employed full timely, and yeah. it's wonderful, and I love my job, and I'm there early every day, and I hate leaving, and it's really great. Oh, that's but time to maybe get serious about it. So from now on, Robin's going to be in charge of the um, editing and posting, which means that uh, you're listening to this really soon, actually. <laughs> and, it, and, and, and it's probably not 2018 by the time you listen to this. Yeah. Is uh, that news to you, Robin, or did you know that when you were going to need uh, I found out about 10 minutes ago, but obviously now people <laughs> will understand why there's constant applause whenever I'm talking. I, so that'll, that'll be explained now. <laughs> Oh, they're laughing again. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. So uh, this episode, you guys. Hey. Yeah, I was surprised. I thought this was another episode that kind of takes place uh, on location. Oh, like everything in the hotel episode? No. Or- it takes I, I, place somewhere other than Los Angeles. Oh, I see. Ooh. Yes, you're thinking of a future episode. I think season yeah. four episode. <laughs> oh, okay. Spoilers, they go somewhere else sometimes to film. Which can yeah, I, Gabby would love. Can I say that I glanced... In Disneyland? <laughs> no. <laughs> I glanced over at... Um, in Vegas? Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I glanced over at my... Um, they didn't at, say no, so that means yeah. screen. Okay. <laughs> I glanced over at my screen <laughs> while the episode was loading, and mm-hmm. it was like, is that Tasha Yar? Mm. And uh, no, it wasn't Denise Crosby ah. from the early 90s. It was Cordelia's new haircut. What? Oh, yeah. <sighs> and nobody notices in this episode at all. <laughs> I think, what is, maybe Lauren notice when she walks in? That's about it? Um. They just lost a baby. I'm sure they aren't noticing her hair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everybody's in mourning. Yeah. 
But it was just a baby. I mean, what kind of impression could it have left? Like, oh, the really? baby's gone. Oh, Cordelia, nice hairdo. Come on. <laughs> Who gets a haircut on vacation? Yeah. Uh, I think they were gone for a while. Yeah. And it's not just that the baby's gone. It's that everybody's upset because of Wesley. Mm-hmm. And yes. they're mad at him. Because just like when uh, Fred goes to visit him at the hospital to take him his stuff, she starts out really nice. She's so concerned about him, and then like sh- the anger comes out. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, we'll get to that. Um, but but yeah, the the whole the whole the whole episode beginning with the like he who must not be named is <laughs> being referred to a lot, uh, and uh, we see how everybody's kind of reacting. Like uh, Gunn's got this grudge, and Fred's more forgiving, and uh, Angel has just locked himself into his room. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Yeah, and oh, Lauren was putting away Wesley's tea set. Aww. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, Cordy's hair. I mean, what what was your reaction to Cordy's hair? I mean, it's dramatic. How different? I it love is. it. Yeah, I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. I like it too. Yes. Like, I'm not a fan of short hair, but it suits her. Yeah, I I like long hair, but at some point. Women, we always feel like we need to cut our hair to to make ourselves, to, so we'll be taken more seriously. So we'll be treated, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a woman no. now. I should have a woman's haircut. <laughs> I say that so to I'll myself every day. <laughs> I, I'll be the dissenting vote. I don't love it. So. Well, yeah, I mean, I keep waiting for her long hair to come back. I, I just like long hair. but Yeah, I, do. I prefer that as well, so uh-huh. I, I don't love it. Yeah, it's funny. I was watching. I thought it was great. I thought it looked awesome. I was watching um, uh, Buffy season two, episode two, some assembly required this week too, and uh, it's funny because why I'm I'm watching it along with another podcast, but um, there's no other Buffy podcast. I mean, I'm 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 re-listening to Potential Cast, of course. Of course, you're you're doing another Buffy podcast. I'm not doing any other podcast. I'm just doing a rewatch, just like maybe I'll do a lost rewatch in the future. Maybe check out another podcast that I never. Hey, uh, spoiler warning: skip season six. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, anyway, some some assembly required is pretty pretty funny. I mean, like because uh, Cordy's got that. She's a teenager. She's got that hair and stuff, and there, she actually spends some scenes with Angel. Uh, before any of this angel investigation stuff happens, uh, and uh, it's just funny. An angel wears a cream coat, <laughs> so <laughs> very weird. <laughs> um, so anyway, I don't know. So, uh, Cordy is the uh, person we've been missing all this time when Angel's going through all this grief, and uh, so it, it. I don't know. To me, it's just like yes when she walks up into Angel's room and finds him just staring at that crib. Um, and oh, she says, "Just I'm sorry, you know," and sits with him. And that's just that's just Cordy. She's a great friend. <laughs> um, anyway, smash cut to casino, and we have uh, uh, this guy named Jenoff. He's the boss, and he sends his uh, his uh, guy Richie Demon to uh, <laughs> <laughs> to collect a soul. And you're like, "Oh boy!" Uh, they they ha- he hands him an angel investigations card. So you're thinking, "Oh man." Angel's lost 
like his son, is he going to lose his soul? At least I think that's what the intention. Were you guys thinking that too? Or? Yes, I was. And I was very disappointed when we <laughs> discover that it's not Angel's soul. <laughs> it's someone else. And I had the misfortune of watching this episode twice. <laughs> why, why did you watch it twice? Because in, back in 2016, I thought we were recording in December. So I watched it. <laughs> Sitting around waiting for the call to do the podcast, and nobody showed up. And I was like, "Did I miss something?" And yes, I did miss something <laughs> when you all rescheduled. That's right. Yeah, I think and we're supposed to record this like, in December, mid December. Oopsie daisies. Anyways, yeah. So um, go on. Um, so after the <laughs> amazing theme song. Um, uh, I just wrote, when Angel was in Egypt land, let my angel go. <laughs> because he's just <laughs> laying in the bed, staring in the ceiling, and Cordy's just sitting nearby. It's from that movie Ferris Bueller, Kim. Oh, that was me that said what? Oh, Steph. Ferris Bueller. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so used to uh, Kim not getting anything. Kim, Kim not knowing anything. <laughs> sorry. Pre-show stuff. No. no. Uh, <laughs> uh, Pop culture references. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, downstairs, some old demons show up looking for Wesley or Sherman or whoever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> I love those two. Yeah. Those two are great. Uh, yeah, they're the, an old, old, old married couple. Yeah, and he ends up creeping <laughs> all over Fred. <laughs> and, that was great. And they have a, they got a problem with some skench demons. And, uh... <laughs> There's, uh, there's this guy's sh- really racist against Skench Demons. <laughs> They're all the same, he says. <laughs> <laughs> My sh- goodness gracious. The shrieking and the projectile phlegm. And uh, I, I think my favorite part of this whole thing is Fred says something about how she loves how they uh, finish each other's insults. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there goes my quote. Okay. I didn't say it exactly. And- <laughs> and she goes, he's got a phobia against phlegm. And he no. says, no, I have a phobia against mucus. No. Sputum. 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 Whatever. Yeah, sputum. I'm a respiratory therapist. I should know these things. <laughs> anyway, so, Steph, this is when we get Here to that hospital. <laughs> this is when we get to that hospital scene, stuff. Do you want to talk about it? The, yeah, just yeah. to say, well, you know, there were... They were trying to fill gun shoes. They were trying, uh, not gun shoes. Gun and Fred were trying to fill in for Wesley. They were trying to organize his notes, and then they were packing his books up and his tea set up. And so Fred takes his stuff to to the hospital. You think she's there to visit him? And I mean, I don't think she really. I think she was just afraid that he was going to come back to the hotel and get his stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and afraid that he'd end up getting killed. Yeah, and she was all nice at first, and then the anger came out. She's so mad at him. I think she's sympathetic, kind of, to him, but also, like, she she's torn, I feel like. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. and she lets him know that that the prophecy was not right. It was wrong. It was a false Mm -hmm. prophecy, Yeah, and it was all for nothing. Just a final little gut punch there, which is, you know, not really, like, an intentional, like, you suck a gun gut punch, but it's like Wesley, you really should have just trusted them. They're your friends. Can I talk mm-hmm. about my favorite hospital scene in this episode? <laughs> uh sure. When that asshole doctor walks in and asks Wesley, so how's it going? 
<laughs> Who's picking you up? Fuck huh? you, doctor. <laughs> I, you know I can't talk. Like when you're at the dentist and they put their hands in your mouth and they ask you questions. Yeah. I can say fuck you in 17 different ways with my eyebrows now. <laughs> uh, so, um... Yeah, but that, wait, that was so sad that uh, Wesley doesn't have any other friends. No, he has no one. Yeah. No, he was a rogue demon hunter before yes, exactly. joining up, so... <laughs> uh, so, then we cut to the... To the Hyperion and Gru uh, is their new receptionist, and uh, <laughs> he meets the Repo Demon, who doesn't actually have a name. He's just called Repo Demon in the credits. Um, and uh, Gun goes and takes care of the old people's phlegm problem, and that's when uh, uh, he show the Repo Demon shows up. The Snatch Demon, and then. We got a cut to 1995, and that needle hits the, the record, and oh, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, you know it's 1995. <laughs> it can't be any other time. So this is the part of the episode where I almost threw my computer screen out the window. That song's terrible. Nothing's more 95 than Coolio. <sighs> Amazing. Can I tell you, there's a there's a station in Buffalo, a radio station, that it was like a popular music station that you'd listen to because they played really good music at the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even kidding you. Ten months, ten months, that was the number one song. <laughs> whenever they did the countdown. <laughs> so you would listen to the top ten of ten, and Coolio's Gangster's Paradise was guaranteed to be number one. I remember singing along with his background guy. Like, he was, like, this big guy, but he had such a great voice. You know? Uh-huh. And I won't do it now, but I, I, I found memories. <laughs> I'm happy that Coolio made all that money. <laughs> he was in Daredevil. <laughs> but he could, all his scenes but, got cut out. <laughs> but if you are going to be completely oblivious to how racist you are, Gang's <laughs> <laughs> got the do rag. Yeah. Yes. paradise is there. You got a couple of I don't fat <sighs> white homeless guys yeah. borrowing beard combs or whatever. It is. <laughs> I honestly think they were. It's weird tonally because you know he's headed off to make to trade his soul away. You know, but it's it's funny. I I don't think they were trying to be like, well, it's ninety five. We have to play one of the hits, and uh, obviously we need to play an urban hit because it is Gun. I think it's more like this is Gun back in ninety five, and we were all lame in the nineties. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm not going to give them the benefit people. of the doubt. I think it's a bunch of middle-aged white guys writing this, so no. <laughs> yeah, the writers are not good at gun episodes. Yeah, um, we've determined they've got a, they've got a pretty they've got a pretty bad track record. But I, I like Gun in general as yeah. a character, but the episodes where he is the, the main focus never good. Yeah. Um. So, uh, uh, Guy Ritchie demon pats him down, <laughs> and uh, he's like Jason Statham. Um, and then, uh, apparently boss Jenoff has heard of him. He's been on the streets killing vamps and, uh, gun shows him this mysterious photo and, uh, boss Jenoff says, ah, she's, she's beautiful. And the cost is his future. And guns like, well, what future? 
So uh, he makes a little handshake. Jenoff's got this little pokey ring to get his blood and slams his hand down on the contract. And uh, the deal is set. Yeah, so the comparison, the, it's, uh, Gunn didn't think that he had a future. Right. And Angel didn't. Have we got to the part where Angel and Cordy have that conversation? No. Was that early on? No, it's later. That's later. Okay. But if you want to talk about it now, it's fine. <laughs> well, just that that's, that's the theme of the episode, that uh, Angel didn't think he had a future, that the baby was a, a f- his future, and now it's gone. And uh, So so they're, in, I, you're, they're insinuating that Gunn sold his soul for a girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It ends up being dumber yeah, than that stuff. But <laughs> we're not well, way dumber. I think, I think it's. I mean, I have think you seen the truck though? The time. <laughs> Guys. But the whole time I was thinking, uh, Gunn didn't seem very happy when we first met him. Right. He was probably so. low on sleep, killing vamps all mm-hmm. night, and the whole sister thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I had, I like how you were comparing it to uh, Angel of the Now, but. I I had fun thinking about how it compares to how Angel lost his soul and he traded his soul away uh, for a girl and and because he didn't have a future he was just a drunken lout and then ends up like you know you lose your soul for the stupidest things I guess you know everybody mm-hmm. does <laughs> but, he could have at least gotten like a nicer truck <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it's the I, get a king cap, man. Get a king cap. <laughs> I think that I think this is really funny. How the why this is happening because uh, uh, Repo Man here says that the reason why they're calling in the debt is because Gun is about to give his soul away to some guy named Fred. <laughs> <laughs> and but it's you know it's like something happened where. You know, Gunn all of a sudden started having this moment of happiness, and now he's going to lose his soul. Or, yeah. So, mm-hmm. I love how it all kind of plays with the angel mythos as well. So, there was a moment in this episode mm. when I was really happy, and that was when Gunn dumped Fred. <laughs> I got so angry. I had to walk away. <laughs> I had to look away. It made me so happy because. If I have to watch these two people feed each other waffles and pancakes. <laughs> I'm so hungry watching. And it's just, <laughs> you want those. I'm sorry. They are not a cute couple. He His acting abilities fall sharply off the cliff when it comes to lovey-dovey. Um, no, they do. I'm sorry. Uh, he's So do hers. You know, oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, disagree. Come on. Just, oh, God. I don't know. That, <laughs> I, that I breakup scene when he's uh-uh. when he's yeah, making sure everybody can hear and really being awful. Uh, <laughs> like that was that was rough. That was that was stupid. But it, I, I saw hope. I was like, oh, yeah, no more gun and Fred. I'm not going to have to oh. sit through this shit anymore. <laughs> It was so intentionally over sit- the top, though. Yeah. Yeah. If it was true, though, you'd have to sit through the rest of the season, them being so awkward with each other. So you knew that it wasn't going to last. She didn't see- buy it right away. She yeah. Yeah. That's great. Uh, that was a great thing about Fred. She doesn't do the typical, like, 
you know, why is he mean to me? It's more like, I know there's something wrong here. Yeah, I love that part, too. I just don't understand. What's your? Do you guys really have a problem with pancake kisses? <laughs> yeah, it makes me want to regurgitate everything in my stomach. That's interesting you say that. It makes me want to puke. And sputum it onto the screen. <laughs> oh, now there's a correlation between the way this makes you feel to the uh, skench demons. This episode makes you guys feel like skench demons, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. the worst. This is oh, pancake kisses are gross uh, and dumb. Nope. Uh, nope. But even that whole breakfast in bed scene, I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. I think it's cute. Okay. <laughs> they're adorable. It's it's I think they're trying too hard. I think I think it I mean honestly if there was nothing else going on around this and it was just them being them I think yeah. it would have been kind of like ugh to me too but I like mm-hmm. I got in, into the whole like he's acting like it's his last day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah you think on his last day he wouldn't be an asshole. Yeah, That's exactly. Exactly. That's, like really uh, guy, you think the best way to deal with this is Dishonesty and being a jerk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. because it's, guys think it's easier for the girl to be mad at them than to be sad. That's dumb. Well, hey. do you, was that always his plan, though? Was to break up with her? Because it seemed like he kind of switched to that once she noticed that something yeah, was wrong. I think so too. Yeah, I, I don't think that was his plan the whole you. time. I think he was I trying think his plan to was to have a nice last day with her and then go die. Yeah, he went over the top though with it. Mm-hmm. I, just uh, way too much. That one insult she he throws. I mean, I don't know if it's anybody's quote. <laughs> You guys have any actual <laughs> insults a gun hurls at Fred as quotes? Because I'd like to mention it. Uh, let me look at my list. Yeah, I think I have it as one of my quotes. Actually. Oh, you do? Okay, we'll, we'll talk about it yeah. later then. Uh, okay, so... Me- oh, no, I deleted all my quotes, so I will not be quoting tonight. Oh. Shoot. <laughs> I can send you a webpage. Um, All right, I'll go look for it. Anyways, go on, go on. Angel, meanwhile, is still staring at the crib, and uh, was talks about how Connor was going to be a lefty, and uh, and it talks about the, his future. Yeah, just like you were talking about stuff. Uh, and if you live as long as I do, you kind of expect to lose everybody. Some definite, uh, you know, brooding, but I think well deserved. He just lost his kid. Um. And I, I, I appreciate the it's a it's Angel and Cordy, not just Angel monologuing yeah. to himself. I guess I don't know. Um, no, but that's a really good point. I, I mean, you, you mentioned this earlier, Robin, but it's true. Those two really play off well yeah. uh, together, um, and they and, and 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 there's enough just regular chemistry between those two actors that those two characters have shared moments like this. Um, it was, it was sad. It was sad. Angel, Angel was really sad. And, uh, I, you know, he didn't know that kid very long, but I empathized. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way too that Cordy just, uh, she just sat in silence and let him <laughs> sort of, you know, she didn't push it. She just let him deal with it and just was said that I'm here for you. And waited for him to open up. I thought that was uh, yes. the perfect way to handle it for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then she kind of, you know, we get back and we go back and forth between the gun and Fred stuff. But back to Dom, it goes to the uh, um, 
Cordy saying the hurt's never going to go away and uh, yeah. he's got to keep going on and, and they're, they're going to help people because that's what we do. And, uh, and that's when Fred comes in and says that Charles is in terrible danger. <laughs> uh, and that was awesome. Yeah. That whole scene. Yeah, I he love how they broke up with me. Yeah, and Angel had no idea. Like, <laughs> what? You guys are dating. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, Angel then has a has a mission. He's not going to lose another member of the family. So it was like, oh, it's Vin Diesel. <laughs> no, uh, he's not uh, yeah. teensy weensy enough. You're right. <laughs> That's awesome. Wait, did, when did uh, when did Cordy and Fred have the conversation? Was this later, where Cordy was like, oh, I, "I we assumed it was going to be you and Wesley." I think that was earlier. That was yeah. before, yeah, because uh, yeah. she gave him the day off, the, the next day off. Oh, that's oh right. yeah, yeah. okay. That was pre-pancake kiss. Yes. <laughs> uh, and we actually see Jenoff in a quick scene how he takes people's souls. He pokes her eyes out with his fingers and draws it through his hand. Yuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was wondering, what happens to the people whose souls he takes? Like, Are they, they dead? They, do they, they just become jail? zombified? Or are they like cheap labor? They seem to just you know kind of I mean? fall to the ground. I don't know. He, they got, that guy got carried out. Expecting uh, Jenoff to rip his shirt open and see all these faces like screaming on his chest. Ew. Like Freddy. Um, uh, so, oh, I I also love the fact I I forgot to mention this. The uh, the Angel Angel Cordy and Gru are basically like wondering why gun dumping Fred means that gun's in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> which is funny. That was so good. Uh, and we get this. Uh, I think it's the last scene with Wesley when he comes home. I love the way this is shot. Just this. The camera is set so far away from the door and down on the floor, and he opens the door, and the light's pouring into this dark apartment. And, you know, it just looks like the apartment is not only super lonely, but also super huge, and just nothing in it but Wesley. Mm-hmm. So, Alexis Stanisoff killing it with zero lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doing a good job. Um, um, yes. We got to talk about Gru and how yeah. fucking stupid he is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. That was the most charming dumb acting ever. <laughs> He's so good. Uh-huh. He's so good at this. Oh, uh, are you referencing to the next scene where he's talking about, like, uh, they? Sh- we should just, like, when we're looking around for a gun, we should leave those paper rectangles with the telephonic yes, digits. Yeah. Just like yeah. that telephonic one guy digits. did. <laughs> he came in looking for gun. Yeah. And uh, Angel does... Oh, I must remember Mm. to give this to Gunn when we find it. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when Angel recognizes it's Jenoff, the soul sucker. Uh, (laughs) And, uh, yeah, this casino, by the way, is uh, Larry Flint's Hustler Casino. (laughs) It used to be be there in L.A. And I guess Charisma Carpenter... For real? Yep. Uh, Charisma Carpenter was disappointed because there were no scantily dressed cocktail waitresses when they were filming. So, Gunn is about to get his soul sucked when Team Angel fights their way in and they're surrounded. And uh, Angel holds Benny the bouncer hostage and 
it makes a deal like you know you release gun forget the debt and you live uh what am i what do my notes even say (laughs) (laughs) we are pretty pissed so yeah double or nothing and he's like oh vamps don't have souls we have a title (laughs) yeah yeah there he is i could smell you a mile away and i'm stealing someone's coat but (laughs) the dumbest thing angel said take a longer whiff yeah And he tells Cordelia, if I lose, hit him hard or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I love that he's got that like, understanding with everybody, and like Gunn and Cordy especially. Wesley, I think, too, um, you know, back when they were friends. That if I turn yeah, evil, just, just kill me. Just kill me right off. Also, I like when Angel, as soon as he says the, the phrase double or nothing, it's like record screech, <laughs> like the whole place like turns and looks at him <laughs> as if that was like, that's like the magic words or something. Yeah. Um, and uh, Fred is concerned a lot about this because if Angel does lose his soul, he's just going to kill everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's when he hands Cordy the stake. Um, so the game is, well, just cut the card <laughs> or cut the deck. High card wins. <laughs> and I don't want to Boring. steal people's quotes. So read anything else here. Uh, let's, let's see. Uh, let's take all skill out of this. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well have played rock, paper, scissors. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God. So, and you know what? I have to give it to the writers. Because as soon as he pulled a nine, you're like, okay, there's going to be tension. And then, whoops. (laughs) It's like a wet fart that that runs out of the room (laughs) when he pulls that three. Uh, And that's when Cordy stakes uh, Janoff's hand to the table and Angel just beheads him. Uh, Yay, he's dead. (laughs) But then Janoff grows another head and it is freaking screaming. (laughs) So was I. I was that like, was what the creepy. hell? That was super creepy. That's the creepiest thing I think we've seen. Yeah, on the show so yeah that was good. Yeah. It was a really good effect. I was like, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> yeah, great, great physical effect. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Angel mentions that, hey, anybody uh, else owe any money to this guy? I'm trying not to still quote. So. And so everybody uh, jumps on Jenoff and our heroes yeah, run out of the and then we have like a giant murder. Oh my god, that was awful. <laughs> Angel sh- that was terrible. Angel shuts the basement doors yet again. <laughs> yeah, we again. And so we're here in the truck and Fred is making gun grovel and you know they're good. And we find out what he traded his soul for it was the truck. Dumbass. But that's what 17-year-olds do. 17-year-olds are idiots. Yes. And now he's got a future, and Fred melts because he says that, and then he says that he loves her, guys. Oh. And it's the, the... If you thought the relationship was over, it's even stronger now. Huzzah! Meanwhile, Angel starts disassembling the crib, and... Cordy leaves him to it. Oh, that was very sad. And yes, sadness. I'm glad, though, that Angel, we had one episode of Mopey Angel, and we moved on by the end of the episode, because mm-hmm. sometimes Mopey Angel can go multiple weeks, so I'm glad that we were able to, to move on. And we had to Kortoth next yeah. week, right? <laughs> Back to Pylea. 
Or wait, not Kortoth. Pileoth's trying to say. Kortoth is the, the demon to, to hell dimension. <laughs> uh, yeah, back to Pileoth for the rest, of the rest of the season. Okay. <laughs> More dancing. All right. I uh, just have a couple of bits of trivia. And uh, Gun's mm-hmm. demon clients assure him that there's no such thing as leprechauns. And uh, this is kind of a, a little bit of a running gag. Um, in Faith, Hope, and Trick, Buffy tells Giles, there are two things I don't believe in, coincidence and leprechauns. And Giles concurs that, as far as he knows, she is correct about the latter. And I, I think leprechauns get mentioned again in the future, but... Obviously, I'm not going to say anything. Also, this is a bit of continuity error. Um, in an earlier Angel episode, guys will be guys. Um, Gunn said, uh, Gunn barely, like, doesn't know much more than vampires. And when he goes to Caritas, he's like, what the hell? <laughs> but uh, in this episode, mm-hmm. we see that he's already been to a place called, like, Genov's Casino. And so he knew all about demons frequent- frequenting large establishments, so... Yeah, and he just never mentioned to his friends that he sold his soul to a demon <laughs> yeah. at, at any point. Oh, I did a lot to get this truck. <laughs> so that's that's it for the episode. A uh, hell of an episode, guys. So wait around all that time for. <laughs> it's not exactly one that ends with a holy shit. We got to get to the next one. Oh, I was kind of disappointed at the ending, like. After such a great effect of the head growing back. Yeah. And then they're just like, so anyone else have a debt they need to? <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, okay. Well, 42 minutes. <sighs> and he's ended somehow. <laughs> For a good episode, it wasn't so bad. Oh, God. It's not uh, that old gang it of mine. could have been worse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, that old gang of mine was awful. Hey, uh, we got some feedback. Oh, yeah. I'm going to you just sign into our email? email from Tomas. Delirio, did you just sign into our email? Yes. yes oh, okay, I just want to make sure. I was getting all sorts of like, yes. new sign in. That is my phone's name. Uh, you bring the thunder. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> I call mine Titanic. Uh, be- oh, because nice. it says sinking Titanic every time I... <laughs> Tomas writes... Greetings, Redemptioneers! Hey! Double or Nothing is a pretty odd and middle-of-the-road episode to me. I always appreciate when Angel and Buffy step aside to give us episodes mainly focused on giving character development to one of the other members of the gang, but this one isn't exactly the Zeppo. (laughs) I personally think the main plot of the episode would have worked better as a continuing subplot that looms in the background over a few episodes to actually give it some tension. It feels rushed to me as it is. Plus, the actor who played Genov was very good and commanding, and the lemon glasses demon was hilarious, so getting more of them would be <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Playing Gangsta's Paradise during that flashback might be the most in-your-face cliche <laughs> thing Whedon has ever done. <laughs> my palm is magnetically attached to my face during that scene. Uh, Boreanaz is absolutely fantastic in this episode, yes. whether he's just staring into space or giving a dramatic speech to Cordy or failing at gambling, the man is killing it. I'm feeling that he's feeling, I'm feeling what he's feeling. And as always, Mark Lutz's grew is wonderful. His pretending to understand what's going on faces when Angel was laying up the plan had me laughing out loud. But let's get to Gun and Fred's stupid milkshake breakup scene and get it over with. This scene does not work. This scene is fucking broken. <laughs> 
So here's Fred's thought process in the scene. Step one, everything's great, but I'm tired and full. Step two, wait a minute, things are too good. He must have cancer. <laughs> Step three, oh, okay, everything's fine, but my stomach hurts. Step four, wait a minute, I forgot that I have magic problem detecting stomach powers. Something is wrong. <laughs> what? <laughs> And then Gunn has a PTSD attack and decides to be as assholeish as possible when dumping her. I guess to spare her from pain? Because obviously being dumped out of nowhere and having him die is much better <laughs> than just the death part. That's just common sense. Or complete dumb fuckery. I get the two mixed up. Sorry for the swearing if you're the one reading this stuff. <laughs> Dang, I wish I were read it. <laughs> Can't think of anything else to say right now. Looking forward to the episode. Razzle Dazzle. Hey. <laughs> Thanks, Tomas. And Bruce writes, <clears throat> Bad times for Fred. She hasn't even started getting over Wesley's betrayal of the group before Gunn goes and does the same thing. At least he doesn't have leukemia. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm laughing at leukemia, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I wow. laughed out loud too. Don't but when worry. she asked that question, I couldn't stop laughing for a solid few minutes. <clears throat> Actually, Bruce continues, I really like how Fred puts it together immediately. Gunn is behaving out of character while Wesley did so. Like, excuse me. Gunn is behaving out of character like Wesley did, so there must be some other reason behind it. Interesting concept of personal futures trading. Love the reference to how crazy it is, too. The girl's not playing with a full deck, Giles. She has almost no deck. She has three. <laughs> that was uh, season three, episode three. Uh, Jenoff had a good thing going as long as he kept his marks isolated and made them deal with him individually. Kind of like how the Watchers Council and First Evil dealt with Slayers. Yeah. But there's power in the collective. Now, maybe Angel won't let his past determine his future. Also, gambling is bad. That's good. <laughs> Beer is bad. Sex is bad. Gambling is mm. bad. Thank you, Whedonverse. Pancake's good. <laughs> oh, God. Sure, whatever. <laughs> Harold has in the Facebook group, he wrote, uh, Charles, if you have one last day to spend with your love, don't spend it eating. Also, if you feel the need to break up with Fred, don't be gratuitously mean. Just my two cents. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, if you need to pick up with someone, here's my advice. Have a rational conversation. Be a grown-up. Uh, and uh, then deal with the fallout responsibly. Or never talk to them again. You know? Exactly. What, just ghost them? them? Just ghost them? <laughs> just disappear? Uh, no. Yeah. Let's not do that either. <laughs> uh, yeah, so thanks for the feedback, everyone. Yeah. Um, do we have any points, or do we want to rate? I had one more point. The one redeeming aspect of this episode... <laughs> Is gun walk? There is one. Is gun walking into that guy's casino on his own, about to face his fate? Oh yeah, yeah. He was yeah. He was brave. To- I mean, he was a bit of a dumbass before that in treating mm-hmm. Fred so horribly, but he was really uh, he uh, he was he was he was definitely doing the thing. Of course, you know, in the same episode where Fred chastises Wesley for not. Thinking, you know, thinking about his friends first and relying on his friends, she sure lets Gun off a, a bit easy for uh, doing. What, of course, of course, Wesley, of course, Gun didn't steal a baby, but <laughs> yeah, interesting. Well, he didn't actually steal the baby. He had permission to take the oh, baby. Yeah, he right. just didn't take it where he said he was going to yeah. take it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> uh, ratings. 
I wish I could bring this sure. sheet up, but uh, it's taking its time. All right. Uh, oh, uh, yes. Hey, I didn't get it out of the way. Uh, I, be- I, I believe. I agree with a lot of Tomas's points. David Boreanaz's acting was great. I liked the, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the theme of having a future. And uh, Gunn didn't think he had a future because you know when you're 17 years old, mm-hmm. uh, and, and when you're an angel, when you're an, when you're a uh, vampire, you don't really think about your future. Well, anyway, I and for a Gun episode, it wasn't so bad. Uh, but I give it seven out of ten small rectangles with telephonic digits. <laughs> Very nice, right? Um. Yeah, I think I, I pretty much agree. I it's not a great episode, and especially the breakup scene is really kind of it brings the whole thing down. But I think that that the acting is really great. I love Amy Acker, um, so her reaction to the breakup and the way that she uh, plays Fred is like really tough afterwards and doesn't buy it. I really like that. Um, I'd say. It's it's a less than average episode though of Angel. Um, if five out of ten is average, then I'll give it a four out of ten. Uh, pancake kisses. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll give this episode the three of hearts, <laughs> just like just like Angel pulled. A three. Um, I yeah, I did not like this episode at all. Like the stuff that made it redeeming was was you know. Everything that we pointed out here, I really, I really hated this episode. I did not like it at <laughs> all, and the, and the fact that I watched it twice because I will again. I last watched this in 2016. <laughs> it was um, I had to remind myself of how horrible it was. I just want to move on from this and let's let's get going. I can I can beat that, Kim. I watched it twice <laughs> this weekend just because. Yeah, I mean, it was my first ever podcast, so I wanted to really yeah. know the episode. So. Yeah, it wasn't great either time, though. You're going to be guesting on all the casts now? Once a bug gets you. It's, uh... <laughs> I caught a bug, I know. <laughs> no, I think you can only catch that bug from Robin in specific <laughs> circumstances. <laughs> uh, I'm going to raise Purely consensual uh, circumstances, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give this episode a 5 out of 10. Okay. Uh, this was uh, horseshit. A lot of it was really, really shitty. All five points can be distributed to the following. Uh, Alexis Denisov's performance. What's Boreanaz's first name? <laughs> David. David Boreanaz's performance. Yes. Uh, Charisma Carpenter's hair. That hair, though. <laughs> uh, I'm serious. That practical effect with that head growing back. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, 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 and uh, you know what? I'm giving it a four, four out of 10. Wow. Uh, no five oh. Lauren wearing that suit. Oh yeah. Lauren at the beginning, he was wearing a nice, lovely suit. So Lauren's suit. So this gets five out of 10. Uh, this gets five out of 10, uh, house calls by Lauren. I don't know. My, my, uh, I was going to say the telephonic digits thing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was, I, at first I was going to say, uh, pancake kisses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was already taken though. Um, yeah, I, I think this is, I think, I don't know. The, I think the good outweighs the bad for this episode. Um, 
There are a couple of cringy moments, but I don't think it, it brings it down to the lower half of the point scale for me. Um, the some of the good stuff is is good to, good to tune in for, and not you don't really need to skip this episode. It's probably good to see Angel's recovery and Wesley's recovery and Cordy's return and mm-hmm. just seeing all that. Um, and Gru's stupidity. Um, <laughs> well, it's not that he's stupid. No, he's just not familiar with our yeah, world. Right. I'm an asshole. <laughs> He is, like but an unfrozen caveman. Yeah, he is really. <laughs> he is like Anya. Uh, all right, so I'm going to give it, I think I'll agree with Steph and say I'm going to give it a, a 7 out of 10. Kind of. You guys are high. Kind of Yeah, I think you guys are way too high. You guys are seriously high, man. No, not no, no. I think you guys are like. suffering from some kind of displaced. Uh, overcompensational uh, euphoria because of your president coming up. So that's what I'm going to say. I think this is because of uh, future PTSD. No idea what you're talking about. That's never going to happen. Obama, yep. four more years. Four more years. Some miracle is going to happen. Now, four more years. What are you talking about? Now, as for the the editing. There's a new guy in town. We're going to repeal Illyrio Care. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to lock no, him up. Lock him up. Are you touching the Affordable Editing Act? That's what I need to know. Because those are two separate hey, things, right? Hey, hey, we got a plan. I'm not ready to talk about it yet, but I've been talking to my uh, my sons. <laughs> oh, God, God. I can't even do it without throwing up. So, uh, we got a 5.2 because of those low scores. And is that the lowest of the season? Nope. Nope. Provider is lower than that. That old gang of mine, luckily, is lower than that. 4.5. So, yeah, that is one. One last thing I wanted to say is that Mm -hmm. the last bunch of episodes, like leading into this one, were really kind of fast paced. All the stuff with Holtz, all the stuff with Sajan. Um, so I do think that you need to kind of, they can't all be like that, you know? So I do think that, uh, yes, they I, can. I, I get what they, they totally were trying can. to do. <laughs> you need to kind of take a, take a, take a breath every once in a while. I think, uh, leading into this last group of episodes here for the season, they, they tried to take a little bit of a breath here and they just, it just didn't work. I don't think I, the standalone story wasn't good enough. I totally agree. Cause now when you're watching TV today, serious shows today there's because people you know netflix and watch binge watching i think things are more serialized to the point where they're like okay they they don't really do standalone episodes anymore i think with new shows mm-hmm. and you know watching things like again the show's not even that old 15 20 years it's just like oh to me like oh this is just so boring i couldn't watch this week to week i'm like yeah you could have because that was the only way you could have watched it <laughs> so I think yeah, you. I think you guys are grading on a curve, but again, I yeah, I still think seven's a bit too high, but whatever. You know, it, unfortunately, you, you're right. We are grading on a curve. I mean, at least I am. I just love these characters, and I love it. I, I'm, it's like, oh my god, we're recording again. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Uh, Angel again. Yeah. Less to the seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I'm with you. I, 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 I do love the characters. Yeah, there's the. I, I like Angel more than Buffy. I'm one of the, I guess, weird uh-huh. ones that that, no, no. that does that. There are there are us. There are I, weirder I loved, ones. People who watch Buffy Angel. and don't even watch Angel at all. Those are the weird ones. Yeah, I agree. That is weird. <laughs> Uh, you have anything to, uh, oh wait, we have to do quotes. Yeah, we're going to do quotes now. Okay. Quotes. No. Hey, that's what we thought about the episode. Oh, you can let us know what you think by sending us an email at. <laughs> Redemptioncast at gmail.com. You can check out the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash potential cast. We're not renaming the group, so forget it. Uh, well, we're maybe, on the Twitter, uh, at RedemptionCast, and uh, <laughs> RedemptionCast.blogspot.com. It's going to be a power seize. No, that's not what's <laughs> happening. In the slightest. <laughs> You've been promoted. Oh, okay. You haven't been crowned God King, okay? All right. So you can just sit your wannabe pharaoh ass. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make this podcast great again. <laughs> oh my god, please don't Please stop uh, Yeah uh, Yeah, so send us feedback Let us know what you think And um, you can uh, address All complaints uh, With regards to episode release schedules To Robin Yay. now He's in charge <laughs> um, And rightfully so uh, Quote time, guest quote Go um, Okay, I got a gun one her name is I'm a real woman, not a stick figure. Get the picture? Oh, oh that's so rude. Cool. The worst. I, I'm sorry, but that fuck you gun for saying that. It's fucking cruel. Yeah, he like that, that was a little bit yeah, that holstered, you know what I mean? Like he was thinking about that even before. <laughs> he finally <laughs> knew the one thing that would like you know that but she was most insecure guys, about. Probably. Yeah, guys, but he's not wrong. Oh, right, guys? No, don't say that. I love, I love Amy Acker. I've, I've already said that. Okay, Are we being recorded right now? Because uh, I'll talk to you. Is this Billy Bush? Uh, no. <laughs> fucking Billy Bush. Hello, guy. potential client. I, what, they made, what, $6 million to be fired? Ugh. So I think Thank Kim may have uh, uh, ranted over my quote. Please, sorry. Uh, Hail, potential clients. Nice. <laughs> I have a related quote. He is very fortunate to have such a woman looking after his weapon. I'm not touching that one. <laughs> I have no quote, man. <laughs> Hail to you, potential client. I have that there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a couple of other ones. You're going to act like a man! <laughs> Wait, no, that's Godfather Part 1. Never mind, everyone. Sorry. I get the confused. Yeah. Charles, do you have leukemia? <laughs> Sorry. That's so bad. Uh. It was a truck. I was 17 years old and I sold my soap for a truck. Not this truck. Don't go distant, my girl. <laughs> oh, Charles, your so wasn't worth air conditioning. <laughs> that was good. That was fun. I, I think this, exactly. this quote actually sums up the episode. Tell me why we are so why are we so blind to see that the ones we hurt are you and me? <laughs> oh God. I'm done. Good night. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs>
What's on the slate for uh, next time, Robin? Oh, yes. Uh, <clears throat> well, we'll talk him when we see her again. Uh, next time. <laughs> we have 48 episodes left. We have four episodes left in season three. And the next episode is called The Price. It's not P-R-Y-C-E. So it's not the Wesley Wyndham Price, but P-R-I-C-E. And we get a new character. Yes. Vincent. Vincent Price. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say, spoiler? <laughs> Is his last name Vega? I really hope it's Vega. <laughs> and he just stands there looking confused. <laughs> holding his coat over his arm? That would be awesome. Uh, hey, Ray, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, Thanks. Oh, no problem. I had a great time. Usually I just yell at my radio. and now I, I yelled and you guys actually answered back, so it was great. <laughs> Stop yelling. We're, yeah, we're going to cut all that yelling out. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> oh my Thanks God, Steph! You just reminded no me. My... <clears throat> what? You what? just reminded me. So I, I was like, "What is she talking?" Oh, oh. This is yeah. this is how she reminds yeah. you. Now I want that nickel back. Of what I really am. <laughs> you know what? It's become a national joke to say you hate Nickelback. Oh, it's yeah. international. Yeah. Nationally, it's uh, we say it over here too. Yeah, we Americans don't don't like Nickelback either. Coolio and Nickelback, what a podcast! <laughs> and nobody likes Train either. I like Train. Why do people hate Train? Mm. They have a song in the Smallville soundtrack, so I'm okay with them. Well, my uh, my newest favorite artists are still July Talk. If you haven't listened to July Talk, you're a chump. Go listen to July Talk. Oh, really? Just gonna call me out? Yes. Like that? Yeah, I'm telling you. Go listen to July Talk. Well, Sad if you don't listen to July Talk. God. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh Kim. Uh, oh, I think you pronounce it Oshiega. Oshiega. Yes, yeah. It's, uh, Isn't that not right? August. No, it's it's Oshiega, but it's fine. Uh, August third, fourth, and fifth. You can stay at my house. Sweet. Oshiega, right? Oshiega. What do you say? Oshiega, because it's 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 Oshiega? First Nations, so it's Oshiega. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Steph, if you want to come over for Tajagugu, uh, we got that going on over here. <laughs> I think that's racist. <laughs> Oshiag is a real All place, right. man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Goodbye, Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Namaste, y'all. My name is LaGuardia Cross. And I want to let you know that your loved ones will let you down. People that were always there, they'll leave you. But there's one thing, one thing I know to be true. This ain't the same without my pancakes. My pancakes. My pancakes. But this ain't the same without my pancakes. My pancakes. My pancakes.